a lot going on in the in Philadelphia with the 76ers and um I'm going to talk about it cuz I don't want the James Harden trade. Yeah, I said it. I'm coming out and say it. I'm coming out swinging. I don't think we should do that trade. I don't think we should do the signing trade in the off season. I don't think we should be concerned with trying to get him. I understand uh, why why it would be a good idea, but me personally, don't think it's I don't think it's something we should do. Before we get into all that, I'm your host, the Lockdown Defender, Jay Dillard, here with the Lockdown Podcast. We're gonna talk the Sixers today. It's kind of crazy right now, the stretch that Joel Embiid is on. He is on a historical run right now. Um, from ever since Christmas Day on to now, he is single-handedly, and I mean it, single-handedly carrying this team. Um, without Ben, and most times without Tobias, uh, he is going off 34 points, 12 rebounds, 50 points, 12 rebounds. Like he's just going off. He's dominating on the court. There's literally nothing anybody can do with that man right now. And um, he's definitely having a, a, a career year. Definitely back in the MVP conversation. Um, if you ask me personally, right, based off what I see and what's going on, I think the race should obviously be between uh, Embiid, Jokic, and Giannis again. Um, I don't think anybody else should be in serious consideration for the MVP outside of those three. And I get, I already know where that's going. You know, the minute you don't mention LeBron's name, yeah, I know. The minute you don't lament, you don't mention LeBron's name, oh, you're a hater. 
oh, you 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 don't know basketball. LeBron's doing this. LeBron's doing that. I'm not trying to hear it. Like, I I I respect LeBron. I love LeBron's game. In year 19, he is doing something that's extraordinary, but he is not your typical athlete. He's never been built like your typical athlete, in my opinion. He is probably, from an athletic standpoint, he's probably one of the greatest athletes, if not the greatest athlete to ever in any sport. Like, that's just, that's, that's my opinion on LeBron James. So it's not to me, him doing this in year 19 really isn't surprising because he takes great care of his body. But the Lakers are struggling. Um, and this is the team that he assembled. So he not in the conversation in my book. And they'd be like, well, he in assembled, he did assemble the team. LeBron has a history of, of um, getting the players that he wants. And most times the player that he wants, that the players that he wants fits his system, right? And so when they struggle, then, you know, oh, it's everybody else's fault or LeBron doesn't have help. I'm not doing that. I'm not even going there with that. He's not an MVP conversation for me. Having a historical year 19, absolutely. MVP, no. Not at all. Um, you take Embiid off this team, this team is barely a lottery team. So, no, no. Um Jokic is obviously doing his thing out in Denver, as usual, and, and Giannis is, um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, there in second place. And he's still putting up the same numbers that he normally puts puts up. So to me, it's between those three. But Joel Embiid is having one hell of a year, and it would be a complete waste if this year, if he doesn't get any help, right? Because he needs the help. Um, you got to get some pieces around him. In my my honest opinion, anybody could win a championship this year. Any of the contenders could win a championship. It's not a lot that anybody has a definite chance to win. Like, everybody has a legit shot at it. I think you got to strike while the iron's hot. You gotta get somebody who's um. You gotta get somebody on the team, who can help. Who'd be a complimentary piece to Joel Embiid. You're not gonna get a superstar. You can try, but you're not really gonna get one. And you and I understand not, you know, giving up a uh, Ben Simmons for for um. You know for scraps. No disrespect, but for what Daryl Morey would consider scraps. But it's not always about getting back the best player. Sometimes it's about fit and putting the pieces around Joel Embiid to, you know, basically give him some help. Because what we got right now, it's not cutting it. Um, and I, it's mainly is directed at Tobias Harris because Bro, we paid you all this money. Um, you're the second guy right now. And you're having an off season. Like, 
you're down. And yeah, there's times when you have good games, but it's mainly against like bottom feeding teams, man. Like you just had 33 the other night, but who cares? Like who cares if you had 33? I think who did they play last night? Or not last night, uh, the night before. Let me check into that real quick. I know they, I think they play the Pelicans tonight, but let me see who they played the night before. Oh, okay, so they played New Orleans, the Pelicans. And um, Tobias had, what, 33? Yeah, 33, but against who, like? Who was for who was playing for the Pelicans that night? Like Garrett Temple, Willie Hunter Gomez, like Sanaransky. Like none of their main guys were playing. There was no Brandon Ingham, no Josh Hart, no no um Zion, clearly. No Joel, no Jonas Valanciunas. No, like they playing against like a G League team. So of course you're gonna have 33. Like that's not helpful, bro. You gotta do. You gotta bring that all the time, and he doesn't. So I'm ready for him to go. The issue is right. His contract. His contract is too much, so it's hard to move. Um, I often like. Oh, we play. Hold on. We play the Lakers tonight. Oh, this is gonna be. <laughs> this is gonna be a good game. This is going to be a good game. Um. Back to what I was saying. We play, so we play the Lakers. But um, like you, you're doing this against bottom feeders, Tobias. Like, and that's been the story of your season. Like, you have okay games, but it's against lesser teams. And then when we need you to have good games against like better teams, you turn in like 13 points. 11 points 15 points like stuff like that like you we playing you we paying you a, a nice amount of money you gotta be at least giving us 20 a night i think he's more than capable of giving us 20 a night i don't know what the issue is i don't know if it's him getting uh more focused now like the attention's on him because one thing that i can say about last year what well, and the reason he had a good year last year is because even with Ben not shooting, you have to kind of you have to guard him in transition. Um, you have to pay attention to him on the floor. He can find passes. All right. And that's why a lot of these dudes are struggling this year. Like earlier this year, I was like, Oh yeah, Furkan Korkmaz is having a good year. I thought he was gonna have a good season. He's struggling too. Like Danny Green is out of the lineup. I don't know what's going on with him. Like Ben did make things easier for those around him, like the others. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's a struggle. So Joel Embiid is literally doing everything he can at 6, at 7, 1, 280. Like, <laughs> I'm talking about step backs, taking people off the dribble, post-ups, spins, fades, like, Whatever you need him to do, he's doing on the floor right now. And he's making it look easy. And, of course, he's getting to the line. He's getting to the free throw line because you're going to foul this dude. He's too big. And that's the danger with him. Like, he's he's a good free throw shooter that 
you foul him. That's almost guaranteed money. So, um, we need to make a move. The trade deadline, if I'm not mistaken, is February 10th. And if we could honestly, if we could get both Tobias and Ben out of here, that would be love, right? It, it would be. And there's some trades out there um, that I think makes sense that I think would help us immediately. But I know that, you know, Darren is not going to do it because he has this obsession with James Harden. So before I get to the trades that I wanted to talk about, that I was, you know, I, I messed around with the ESPN trade machine. I like doing that from time to time to see what I could get to improve our odds of winning and improve our, you know, just improve our chances. Um, but I'll talk more about that in a little bit. I'm going to talk about why I think that James Harden of Philly is not the answer. So for starters, um, the report came out that James is potentially looking to um, test the free agency when this, when this season's over. And that makes sense, right? Because in Brooklyn, things are not going the way he would like. Um, Katie's hurt. Kyrie's only playing uh, away games. It's not the I- ideal situation for him. Excuse me. He would um he he came there because he wants to win a championship, right? That's the whole thing. He he wants to win a championship. He's already been KD's partner before. He's really close to Kyrie. Um, he wants he he would think that yo with this squad we should be able to do it. And truth be told, they should be able to win a championship. And I think it should be relatively easy, right, for them. The problem is the injuries, and you know the whole issue with the vaccine for Kyrie. Um, it would have been much nicer to uh, obviously have Kyrie there and KD has full health. If that happens, I don't think anybody's beating them in a seven-game series. I don't, I don't, I, there's no team. There's no team that's beating all three of them healthy and all of them paying with the, you know, the, the role players that they have. They do have some issues, like, but at the end of the day, they have too much firepower, too much firepower that you can't deal with all of that. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Brooklyn. I mean, Brooklyn. I don't care if you're um, the Bulls. I don't care if you're um, Giannis and the Bucks and us and the Sixers. We we can't we we can't take on all three of those guys. And so, of course, he's upset. So he's talking about you know testing free agency. He also doesn't necessarily care for um, New York City or Brooklyn to, to, to be um, more accurate. He doesn't really care for it because it's, I guess it's not bright enough. It's cold. You know, James loves to be in Atlanta. You know, he likes to be where there's a there's fun. You know, off the court fun. Um, he loves Houston. Houston for the, that specific reason. So 
him coming to be in Brooklyn, not necessarily the idea, the ideal spot for him, which is which leads me to why I don't think Philly is even going to be an option. Like it should be an option for him, right? Because you would think he would want to come play with with uh, Embiid. And smart money is if I'm any if I'm any superstar, I'm going to play with Embiid right now. If I got you know if I know I'm dominant, if I know I can be a force, and I'm a guard, I'm I would be chomping at the bit to get to Embiid. But nobody really wants to come to Philly. Philly's not really a destination that people want to come to. Like, I'm I'm going to be forever bothered by the fact that we could not keep Jimmy Butler and we decided to keep Brett Brown and Ben Simmons. Oh, my gosh. Like, Jimmy was perfect here. But that's another, that's another story for another time. Um, so... The reason, one of the main reasons that I don't want James here, obviously, is because he's getting older, right? He's about to be 34. Um, I think next year. He's, it, it seems like going after him now would just be to try to win a championship within these two years. Like, and if you want the fast championship now, then I kind of could see why you would do it. Um, but who's to say we get the same James Harden that we've been getting? He's getting older. He takes a lot of punishment, driving into people, bumping into people. You know, it, it that takes a toll on your body, right? So I don't know if that would be the best thing. Um, he also has yet to really, and I've been saying this for years, I like James Harden, regular season James Harden. But to me, this dude is the equivalent of Peyton Manning in the NBA. Like, great statistical numbers in the regular season. He gets to the playoffs, and he stumbles, and he stumbles, and he stumbles. James has always stumbled in the playoffs. He doesn't play as well. He doesn't play as, as strong. And the reason that is, is not for him, not for the lack of effort and trying, because he does. But you don't get the same calls that you get in a regular season that you get in the playoffs. Like, the refs swallow their whistle in the playoffs. It's much more physical game, much more contact that they allow. It's harder. And when it, when they turn up the heat, he struggles. If he can't get the threes off and he's not getting the line, what can James Harden really do for you? Outside of passing, because he definitely will get you the assist. He'll get you some assists. I mean, he's the excellent playmaker. He got an IQ for the game, but that's about it, right? It's not enough. Um, and for that reason, I don't think it's a good idea. Now, if you asked me, like, a couple years ago, you say pair James Harden and, and, and Joel Embiid, sign me up, right? Because he's younger. He still has uh, energy to do things. He's not getting hurt. I don't think he's – I don't think him coming here is going to be the best thing for us in the long run. And honestly, I don't think he's going to like it because it's cold as hell here. It's not much to do here either. Like, I mean, we, we, the people who live in Philly, we love Philly for, for what it is. But the reason we love Philly is because we love the sports. Like, we love our, our teams. Like, James coming here, he ain't going to have fun here. This ain't going to be his life. He ain't going to like this lifestyle. It's 
going to be too cold. He's going to be complaining about the cold. No, I don't think I want him here. Like, he got, he, he carries himself with a certain swagger, which is cool, but I don't think it's a, it's a, it's a Philly swagger. Like, I don't think he carries a toughness with him. Like, you know, like, like some other people I, I would, I, I would expect. Like, James really does come off as a diva. And, Rightfully so, he's earned it. He's one of the best players in the world, one of the best players that ever played a game. I don't think he's going to fit here, so I don't want him here. Like, I don't think I would want him here, and I I want fans to really think about this before they uh, jump to the idea of, yo, let's get James Harden, let's trade for James Harden, pump the brakes, let's try something a little different. Like, so that gets into the trades that I wanted to talk about because um, you could do... Ben and uh, James for for a signing trade in the offseason. Um, but you could also you could also send Ben to Portland for CJ, right? And everybody's been talking about it because we're not getting Dame, right? Dame's not coming here. Dame doesn't want to leave. I would like Dame here. He, I feel like he would fit here. He would fit the, the toughness, the, the mindset that Philly has here. I would love to see Dame here with, with Joel Embiid. Dame wants to be in Portland. That's where his roots are. That's where he's planted himself. But they need to split that up. They need to split up CJ and Dame. And uh, with Dame sitting out the rest of the season, why not take CJ? And it, it works out for both teams because we need uh, a, a playmaker who can score the ball. So why not do the trade for Ben for CJ straight up. Like, ben would go over there and help Portland out because he would help them on defensive end and he'd be another playmaker. Um, and that's something they need. And with with uh Dame sitting out, you just got Ben out there, you guaranteed to lose some games. So like you would have a chance to, you know, get a good get a good pick. Now, they don't have the rights to their pick this year if it's, uh, I think, if it's 15 and fifteen and, and, and lower. So between 1 and 14, I think they could probably eke in, get enough wins that they could, you know, get, get a pick in, in between 1 and 14. But I would do the trade. I would do that trade in a heartbeat because um, you cannot waste this year. And I know people... I know people, you know, Daryl Moore is just like, you know, like, I'm not going to trade him. I'm just going to hold on to him. That To me, that just doesn't make any sense, man. You got to – we don't know what we're going to get from Joel next year. Like, he's going to be 29, I think, 29 next year. You know, big men's uh, shelf life doesn't last forever. This is, a, this is a monstrous year, and I think we should strike while the iron's hot. So I would say um, trade Ben for uh, CJ. Another trade that I think they really need to um, go after is Brad, Bradley Bill. I know Brad was sort of set on staying there too, and the Washington Wizards started off hot this year, and so I was just like, yo, man, maybe we won't be have a chance to get him. But they're not even in the play-in right now. If I'm Brad, I got to be looking at this like, yo, there's no chance with what we have 
we're going to get any better. We have who we have. It's not enough. It's not enough. And I want to win. Bruh, you need to go to the front office and be like, yo, get me to Philly. Y'all take Ben Simmons. Get me to Philly. You get a young player that you can pair with Kyle Kuzma and Spencer Dinwiddie, who is, they're both, both young. They're both under, all of them are under 30. And mainly Kyle Kuzma and, and um, Ben, I don't think they're 25 yet. Maybe they are. I'm not sure. I'll have to check. But pair them with Ben. And, um, you know, the Wizards will have a, probably get something in the draft that will help them out. And then they can, they can start the rebuild process. You know what I mean? Um, and then you get Joel with Brad. Now you got another playmaker. You got a playmaker with Brad who can get his own shot. You can, he can get you assists. If you ask him to, he can place, he's not like a super strong defender, but he can play, he can play some D. Like, get him here. And you got, you got Ben, I mean, you got uh, Joel Embiid and, and, and Brad, that's, that's a, in the East, like, that's pretty solid. So those are the two, you know, they're talking about the Sacramento deal with, um, they'll take uh, Tobias, Ben, and Matisse, if, and we can get, I think, uh, Halliburton, um, Harrison Barnes, Buddy Hill, and a and a first round pick or something like that. I would do that deal. Um, cause we gotta get rid of Tobias Harris, man. We gotta get rid of that contract. And Tyrese Halliburton is balling out, right? Man, the last two games he didn't have a great game, but when De'Aaron Fox is not in, he normally has himself a twenty plus game with seven assists. Bro, he can he can play, right? I would I would also try to get Harrison Barnes like because he's already he he has a championship he's been in the league he's a veteran he knows what he's doing he's, he's having a he was having a good season before I think they shut him down get him over here man um I would like that deal but I don't I don't they they don't think too highly of like Aaron Fox and Tyrese Hollenberg or whatever and I think that's I think De'Aaron Fox would help us tremendously. Like, right now, he's better than Maxi. Right now, Maxi in the long run, probably will be better. But bring De'Aaron Fox over, send Maxi to the bench. Now you got a bench with, you know, Maxi. If, let's say, say you want Tyler, Tyrese Halliburton to come off the bench, can you imagine that pair right there? Like, Buddy Hill as well. So now you just got some shooting. You got some ball handling guards that can create space and create separate like nah man that would be great here's a, a um a trade that i uh want wanted to happen and i think it would actually be beneficial for us to get rid of tyron uh what's his name tobias harris man send him to um send him to houston and try to get eric gordon and i'd say take christian wood like i think you can trade those two for um for uh Tobias Harris and I think it would even out the money you know money wise it would even out hell if they need a pick throw in a pick man throw in a pick we need to be trying to do whatever we can to um improve this team and I think Eric Gordon is like is, he's a winning player he knows how to 
win. He knows how to play. Him coming off the bench, just being a, a hot shooter, like would be super helpful. He can add, he can give you 18 off the bench, and he's willing to do that. Like, and Christian Wood is a really, really promising player. I just, I, I would do that deal. I don't, you know, like say you're gonna have to throw in a pick to um sweeten a deal. You might have to throw in a, a player to sweeten a deal. I don't know, you know, what else you might need, but I would try to do that with with Houston. Ultimately, I just want us to make some moves that would help us because I think they would fit what we're trying to do. Now, we don't need a superstar. The, the only one we could probably get anyway right now is Bradley Bill. Or whether you believe Bradley Bill's a superstar or not, that's another thing. But um, those are the plays I, 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 w- I would say we should try to make. Um, hopefully that, that, you know, we see something done. Hopefully Daryl Murray just doesn't decide not to. Um, running a little overtime, so I'm going to have to cut this short. I did have a lot to say about the Sixers today. It feels good to be back to do that. Um, I'm grateful for you guys listening. Follow me on my social sites, Spidey725. Um, hit me up, ask me questions. I hope y'all enjoyed the content. I hope y'all continues to support. Um, I appreciate every last one of you, you know? So that being said, go Sixers. I will be back tomorrow with the Everyday Improvement. Um, Otherwise, enjoy the rest of your day.